Hi, this is Laura Whitmore with the She Rocks podcast, and I'm here with Danelia Cotton saying, hey, how are you? <laughs> good. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I got my coffee. I'm getting um, going. Yeah. It's a beautiful day. day. <laughs> it's only my first cup. So, <laughs> so you know, it, it's just starting off the day. Nothing's gone wrong yet. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I hear that you are getting ready to run a marathon, which I think is a little insane for humans to do that. But let's let's start chatting about that. So, like, why the marathon? What does running do for you? What's what's going on there? It's a specific thing. This is my sixth one. Oh. Um, I ran my first one at 36. 36 or 38, I think. It was for... Um, my other half's uncle, who was one of the four guys who did Woodstock, John Roberts, who oh, they call wow. John. And uh, he had leukemia. He passed. And um, I ran, you know, and I raised money for that. And I've run most of every single marathon with Fred's team, which I'm running again. I, after that, ended up getting thyroid cancer, which, you know, they took out my whole thyroid. So that's okay. But now my other half has an incurable form of a lymphoma called mantle cell lymphoma, which remains incurable at this point. Um, and he's in a clinical trial at Wild Cornell. So the fact that we sort of reunited after, you know, some bumps in the road from having to trying to get you know, have children late in our marriage, we finally have a four-year-old and this is what happened. <laughs> so uh -huh. it, I didn't really know how to breathe in this moment, really, quite honestly. Um, I felt angry at the world, you know, for how could I pull up and everything be great and then bam, and uh, cancer yet again takes another person's, you know, hold a person's life for me. Um, within my family, it's on my mother's side we've lost a few people and and so it just i had to and that's where i breathe i don't breathe correctly in life but i breathe well when i run mm. i have always i ran in college um i've just run my whole life high school it's for me i tell people it's like when you learn to swim and you're underwater and you just want to stay there if you can hold your breath forever because there's like no sound and you're like woo. for me that's running and you know now that you can put music in your ears it's it's literally where i found neil young second marathon in <laughs> old man on and i'm like i'm a black girl so i was like what right <laughs> like, right what and then i found him and it was over game over so um i've you know i found a lot of people running you know with just music in my ears so yeah. it's yeah. it's great it's yeah that's cool so, so i guess there's like a certain piece to it maybe oh totally you can write music running i have been known to be running come off the highway go in the house and pick up the guitar and put the ideal down really quick <laughs> yeah i was gonna ask you like what do you think about while you're running because when i take a walk or something because i'm not a runner like i'm oh, lyrics like songs pop into my head just random like no they do yeah. and i i you know, I always carry my iPhone and the beauty of an iPhone, we all joke now, is you can't lose an idea in the air anymore. <laughs> like the whole story of, you know, how um, uh, Keith Richards used to put a tape recorder next to his bed and apparently like, I can't get, no, it was like on the tape one time. Oh, wow. <laughs> but it was like shit when he slept because he's crazy <laughs> and I love him for that. But he was smart. 
and he, you know, hit the thing and it was there because you just wake up. He probably just woke up one night and was like, ah, I can't. You know? Yeah. Out of lick. And like, Came to him in a dream. <laughs> so, you know, on the phone, I always hit the voice thing, the voice memo and go, ah, and then <laughs> and click, it's there. So there's a ton of voice memos I have never gotten back to, but at least I locked it. Because if you're really an artist, you know, if you don't, we call it, if you don't answer the rock gods or the song gods, <laughs> they take the idea from you. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm, like, I'm totally with it. you on that. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a you got to answer the call. <laughs> yeah, I really believe that. I tell people you when you get it, some things come to me so clearly and like I can't write down enough like quickly. Yeah. That's you're getting given that. That's the direct line. If you don't honor that, it's gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. It's like, did you did you read Elizabeth Gilbert's Big Magic book? It's all no. about that. Yeah, you should read it. It's such a great Other book. Books- all about it so yeah. what is it elizabeth gilbert? elizabeth gilbert um you know she she wrote eat pray love but she wrote, later yeah. wrote this book called big magic and it's all about you know that muse out there in the world that comes to you with the idea and if you don't grab the idea the idea goes keeps going it goes to somebody else and uh i think it's a real i think the beauty of people that write are it's a gift i remember once you know i'm sober for you know, I've been in the program for a decade and, you know, we all joke about, um, you know, that a lot of people that are in the program, it's because they have too direct of a line with God. (laughs) (laughs) Because like every other person in the program is an artist. Yeah. They're receiving on high. (laughs) Right. Yeah. We don't know how to do to deal with that direct line. (laughs) It's almost jarring. And I thought, wow that's never heard wow yeah Yeah. and you know some significant artists you know the anonymity aspect does not allow one to but you see like serious legend like you and you say wow (laughs) it's a lot it's i believe music that's why biblically it's you know it's considered one of the greatest gifts so i i really believe that's some old school you know hibbity jobbity but i believe i believe (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think yeah. you're right. I think there's some truth to that. And I also believe in that whole thing of like, you know, putting what you really want out in the universe because saying stuff out loud has power, you know. Wait, what's the guy? Oh, my God. He did Kinky Boots, the singer. I can't hate, oh. I hate when you. Um, and he won. Uh, oh, God. Amazing. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, but when he won, he said like he won it. It was like an award, like an Emmy, I believe. He said, I put it in the air. I can't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> so I put it in the air. And then the recent Emmys with the woman from uh, education. And she oh, said, yeah. Abbott Elementary. I, this one. is leaving. Yeah. You have to put it out there. You have to believe. Yeah. It's like, you know, I keep going. And I mean, I'm 55 running my fifth marathon with the ability to literally run my best time with like cervical dysplasia, which means I have the beginning of arthritis at the base of my spine. My feet have neuro- like neuropathic issues and I'm running the best times I've ever run. Yeah, so wow. it's, it's, there's nothing you can't do if you believe it and you leave it and you put it out there. I just, I so believe this is all, you know what this call is? This is about the Hibiji Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> 
which is so old school rock. You have to believe in the power. Yeah. Of you got to believe. I think so many people are afraid of that, right? They're afraid yes. to like give themselves that that moment to to just get beyond their fear. It's no. uh, yeah. Rock when you listen to all of the interviews of like the Joni Mitchells and the and, you know uh, a lot of the greats when they sit down. Um, I just watched that whole thing on all of the you know Rolling Stone guys. I mean, a lot of people they just believed right. they didn't they didn't let a door slam yeah, in their face. Yeah. They yeah. had boom, there it is. Right? Yeah. Why not me? Right? It's it's a yes, different exactly. it's a different perspective. Yeah, yep. totally. You you have had to deal with a lot, lady. Like you're you've had lots of traumatic things go on in your world. Like how do you get through that? How do you keep going through that? Music. Like I mean, there literally was a point after college where I took a job. I think like at IBM. It's, there's some age showing me that. <laughs> <laughs> I had a. I think IBM's mom. still around, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> we don't I know. It was like a huge, but I stopped playing music for like a year and it was abysmal. Like I literally wanted to leave the planet and I thank God to this day that whatever stopped that um, from happening, it really was, I mean, it was was such a low and my brother, I remember when I came back and laid on the bed and they were all just like, I can't believe you know, like if I was so far as I stuck a sock in the tailpipe and put the windows up. And when I woke up, you know, the sock was in the field hmm. and I didn't know what happened. So I drove home and figured that I wasn't supposed to leave the planet. Yeah. <laughs> and my brother, who was who had the adjoining room, he said, I heard you. I hear you sing. I've heard you sing since you started with that guitar and you're, you cannot give up. And I, I, I acted like I was asleep the whole time, but I was crying and mm. like that guy that's like, I'm, you're great. Like you have got to pull up and I hear you and you just need to go back to that. And I'll never forget that day or my brother who mm. like, you know, people say, why is your taste so varied? It is my family. But my brother was like playing Todd Rundgren and Yes and Foreigner. And like he was the real rock dude on the other side of the wall. And he was a w- rare breed of black man <laughs> living in a small white town. But he had such a love. And that's where I found Zepp. I mean, he was playing everything right next to me. So, yeah, you can't that- underestimate how much that affects you. Oh, God. <laughs> No, that's where I found the sound of rock. But I I tell people, for me, it sounded as angry as I was for not being white in a white town. And I'm sure that's why my brother found what he found in it as well. Outside of the beauty of it, it it was a place where we could put that anger or that I don't fit in thing. Rock had that. Rock has that. It doesn't have that. I just, I really feel like, We've got to save art right now by yeah. keeping standards high, not allowing mediocrity to be overrated. Um, and I'm going to leave that one there. You can <laughs> that that is a big problem I, we have right now. Yeah, I believe yeah. that, you know, like I just recently was thrown into the ring officially for the Grammys. And I think our, our shot is really minimal you know, outside of the fact that my producer won last year and has won multiple Grammys, um, Dave O'Donnell. But I think 
when we have an industry where it begets like a few people get in the ring and then they just keep awarding yeah. those same people and that we're not going out or we're not that you know the people who can vote aren't actually listening like my my producer said a guy called him yesterday and was like or like two days ago dude i just listened to that album like it's great <laughs> and he listened to it because he saw his name, not mine. And like, where was she? <laughs> so, yeah. you know, that's when we, when the, when that's what happens, nothing great's going to come through. And if we don't allow that to happen or, or difference, people who are bucking shit, you know, Bowie said, when your feet are, when you feel like your feet aren't hitting the ground, like touching the ground, and you feel completely uncomfortable, that's when you have it. Yeah, that's the that, moment. <laughs> and nobody, you have to honor that. I feel like that generation of rock and that that mindset is no, it's, it's, we're losing it. And you, you know, but this is a different generation that didn't have, you know, they have too much stimulation. Um, I'm really, we're, we're taking things from my daughter and making her, she builds everything, but she's the most inquisitive little kid you ever want to meet. But we make that happen by taking things out so that her creativity is, you know, it's fostered and it's allowed to bloom and it's not taken from her by s stimulation, you know, that she's getting from everything. So I think artistically, we become who we are when we have the room to do so and that yeah. you have to yeah. clear the room a little bit <laughs> you really well, do yeah i i think so too I, I think it's interesting too so your album good day that came out i think in march of this yeah. year and um well i have a couple of questions about it so do you think do you find that there's new audiences for your music i, I love it i love rock I'm, i grew up in the rock world um, you know, that rock soul Motown um, thing yeah. is so awesome. And there is a power to it. Are you finding like that people, new people are coming into that world now? We just had a show in New York and, you know, <laughs> it's classic that my social media, you know, girls, um, especially one of them, they're all kind of in their 20s. So. Yeah. But they're rediscovering, you know, uh, old rock and old music like Bill Withers. And, you know, um, they're going back and finding what we already knew. Right, right. Because uh, it's so good. <laughs> it is. It is really. But we, the live show we just did, a lot of people that knew me brought new people. Yeah. And then there were two young girls that were after us. And they were like, what? So I think it is... You know, I've always been an eclectic artist. I have never, you know, I think if you get it, I, I've always wanted to get it on my own terms. So I do a slightly eclectic album that can end with the song Ferris Wheel, which is, I don't know, that came to me like a crazy mm. person <laughs> on a Saturday. I couldn't even, I didn't even know what the chords were. I had to call my piano teacher and be like, what is that? And he was like, that's a D flat to minute. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> it was just, that one, That's I what can't. gives it that little bit of an unsettled feeling yes. in that song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But there's, you know, but then we have "Follow Me," which ends very like rock, and mm -hmm. but then, you know, "Good Day" and "Super Cool" and "Lies," which are sort of like, you know, soulful. It's I, you know, to me, you you whatever the song wants to be, I let it be that. Mm -hmm. I don't in my category. Like I don't say everything has to be here. 
you know, my belief is that nobody wants to hear like an incense album. It's like one long burn. It's like one long song. Mm, yeah, <laughs> like, true. Um, some, you know, uh, I mean, I love Stevie Wonder. I mean, songs in the key of life, there's, you know, you find lots of things. There's pockets where, yeah, some things match. And then he'll do, you know, ghetto land or, you know, um, or pastime paradise or Nikai. There's just, you know, and then he'll do inner visions, which is, he he kept going. He kept, I mean, I on the other day, Mishra Know It All, that I had never heard because I heard it in Woodstock. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, They Won't Go When I Go has like classical beginnings, that chord progression. <laughs> and be like, that's some, he's, he's crazy. It's. Yeah, I guess like stretching and like, you know, allowing all your influences to like participate can yeah. definitely lead you to new cool places and I you let things yeah yeah you, yeah, you gotta roll. let it, you gotta let it roll <laughs> brave, brave enough to follow it down yeah. the road yeah which i think you as you say she <laughs> as as i think women are really they have a, a a strength and an inner i don't know it's like an inner spirituality in a way that men will are great but women give birth they are they are, they are, we just don't understand really. I really don't know that we really understand the gravity of what we have as mm-hmm. people and what a woman, I think it's always, you know, Adam and Eve, just because he was first does not mean <laughs> that we are not, okay? That the Bible said, but they did not, but then they didn't go into, but oh, she gives birth to more life where Adam does not. Yeah. So it is. <laughs> Women are, we have to be the strong ones and be silent, knowing that we are actually holding up the house. And that's a, you know, here in my house with a lot, I swallow more, you know, I do those quiet crying on the floor in the kitchen to get through the day. I have to take the punch from him being angry that he's sick and, but, but do so in a way that I don't let my daughter see that. And, you know, that is what I do because that's what's necessary for both of them. And, you know, and I feel like I'm falling apart. And in the end, you know, whatever's out there in the universe is like, no, you're the strong one in this equation. You are the one, you know, like you have to remain in this place because this is the role you play. And I think in many ways, women do that in the world. They do not, but it isn't about getting credit. It's about knowing the strength you have in your role, owning it and taking it, you know, by the reins. You know, I believe, yeah, there's a real movement with women that I think is is deep. I think we have to, we have yet to understand our power and our place, you know, on the planet. That's a little out there, but that's my I'm I'm totally with you. yeah, I, I I think you're right. I think as women, we sort of, maybe we don't think about it too deeply even. We just do it. Oh, you yes, know, it's exactly. like, oh, this is the thing that I need to do right now. Okay, I'm going to do it. You know, yes. got to help my kid. I'm going to do it. I have two kids, too. They're, they're adults now, which is weird as well. But... <laughs> they still need mom sometimes. <laughs> but... Uh... Yeah, yeah. I, it's interesting, um, that whole dynamic of how women 
you know, called up more than half <laughs> half the world. <laughs> nope. It's not it's not to say that woman is better than man. There are things men there are, you know, qualities they possess, but you know, please do, you know, note that women are it is it is we they, they don't I don't think most women understand the power of a woman, but but that's the beauty of it to me spiritually is that in a lot of ways it is it's an inherent quality that we don't even understand it's like we don't necessarily acknowledge because it is such a part of us right right. and it sounds like a song coming to you i don't know (laughs) (laughs) well i already wrote she too i was not born a man but i can do anything that he can there you go (laughs) (laughs) you know yes Um, so um you know it's yeah. So. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I went to see I have never done this before. I went to see a tribute band, a journey tribute band that was awesome. Right. Okay. And they, they sold out the venue. There was like a thousand people there. And I'm like, wow, like so many people have this nostalgia for these classic bands and rock bands. And I hear about people going to, you know, all these classic rock tribute bands. And I was sitting there watching, thinking how great they were, but also wishing that people would invest their time and money into f- this much into new music, into new talent. Um, and it kind of bummed me out that we're also stuck in that, that space that. You, you know. That's a huge, what you just said is huge. It's in all forms of art. I remember um, reading an article and not really understanding sort of the magnitude of what was being said. And it's, it's like in all forms, like Broadway, they're like going back and yeah. taking them. The notebook it's like there's no creation but yet to some people when you look at like amazon and, and apple there's like way too much content coming at you mm. but then it, what's the quality of the content is it taking a you know is it is it original but but when every once in a while when something new does come like a let's say like in television like a ted lasso people are like yes yeah because they're so like, starved for something good they don't yes. even know it right <laughs> yes yeah your music we have to i swear to god it gets so close there's like a little lane and like i can't even like i love i always thought brandy carlisle was talented and now that you can literally see in this moment she's like look i don't know how long i'm gonna be here so i'm just gonna do everything i right. possibly can. yeah minutes or you know year two years that I'm riding this place but you know I think she's definitely solidified her spot now you know but it, it it's it's so hard to get in there yeah that, but now her her challenge is yo baby you, you the moment is here now keep your content up that high be that girl that we all followed don't you know like yeah. push the push the boundaries because you can for the rest of us you can so once you get there it there is also that's hard it's hard there was it's not your responsibility but you kind of if you remain like you keep pushing it you will open the door oh totally <laughs> like she's a facilitator Everybody right like she, yeah yes. she she brings people along you know it's funny i went to see uh steve Vai play last night and um we were talking about how there's like these little hot spots of like guitar awesomeness throughout history. And it usually revolves around like one guy or one band that kind of turned people on to like a new possibility. And I think, you know, artists are like that too, especially somebody who can bring, can bring people up with them, you know? <laughs> no, it's, it's, I don't, no matter what happens, 
you know, the people that find me now and they'll be like, you know, my sister-in-law and brother-in-law have a place in East Hampton. And, you know, I went out and the people were like, yeah, yeah. And then they went and looked me up and went through all my albums. They were like, what? Yeah. <laughs> How are you? And I was just like, I said, they're like, how can you not be? I was like, no, there was, we got close. You know, we, like everybody else, I had the deal, you know, Universal, Will Bakken gets fired the next day after oh I gosh. opened Oh, no. The whole thing's about to change. It's that happens. There's a million tales of that. But yeah. I always decided like I have to be me. And it was hard enough for them to try to categorize this black Hispanic girl that wasn't really classically black in the in the eyes of what the world saw as black. And then I wanted to be slightly eclectic within my own thing, you know, and you know, I I've, I've always fought for that. I mean, I, I'll never forget when they took me in because Ahmed Erdogan wanted to meet me and he was like, you remind me of Aretha, but you sort of are like Bonnie or, you know. And, and, <laughs> He's like, let me put you in a box. What, <laughs> what do you want to be? And I wanted like, why can't I be all of those people? Yeah. <laughs> I want to be something no one's be? ever seen before. Don't put yes, me in a box. And, yeah. You know, yes. Yeah. So it's really... There, that's the music industry has to stop that too. But as artists, you have to buck that and just, I just wish, you know, everybody, we're all trying, everybody's trying to break in and, you know, the internet and Instagram, you know, with all these people, you know, breaking in. And I, I also think as much as I love that, you know, television is bringing new voices, you know, certain shows it shouldn't be about how many runs a person does or their octave you know yeah. how many they have. you are killing artistry literally in its, it's, yeah. it's yeah. artists there's no way an artist can come through that there's no way a, a, a dylan or a there's no way they would survive in that yeah you're, yeah. you're yes these kids can they're technically past us no no doubt on, in a lot of ways, there's like five-year-old kids, but it's an artistry that is what is dying. That is what is dying. It's not copying and becoming proficient. It's an idea. It's fostering that kind of creative bud. And that's, I think we're missing it. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> I think you're right. Like I get pitched so many people and it's, you're right. That Ted Lasso moment. It's like when there's somebody who does something different and they're really good at it. You're like, yeah. oh, breath of fresh air, you know, like, oh, my gosh, thank yes. you. <laughs> thank yes. you for not being like those 20 other people that I just listened to, you know, so. Well, it's it's a live show. Like I had to do 200 and something dates, you know, when a Small White Town came out. And, you know, yes, I got to I, I was lucky because I was you know, in a different time opening up for Robert Cray and Greg Allman, you know, and, yeah. you know, um, there were just certain artists that I saw and I understood how great they were every time they went out there. And I, I had to learn the hard way. I, you know, I chased tour buses in a little car with my sound guy and my other player. <laughs> <laughs> and we were freezing, hoping we would live through the snowstorm following oh a gosh. bus. See, and you've done it. You've lived well, it. They don't do that. That's, that's yeah. you know, and then listening to, you know, Robert Cray as he put the, you know, patted the seat next to him and told me never to do more than four days in a row. You know, <laughs> we had to arc my set. Like, you have a lot of power, but it doesn't mean as like, let's say you're a pitcher, you don't throw a hundred mile pitch, like your first, you know, ball. Right. 
arc it, tell a story, Danelia. Yeah, and that's awesome advice. <laughs> yes. And we did it. And that was our first standing ovation in front of his audience. And he was just so proud. Yeah. It was just a great moment where somebody took the time. And we really didn't speak that much until he decided to be like, sit here, come here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was yeah. like, okay. So it's, yeah, this is, we're going to lose all these kind of stories and all this kind of, yeah, it's, I, I, I hope I not. Work. Sometimes stuff comes around, you know, you know, it's like you can have these bleak, periods and then the pendulum well, can no, swing the other way let's hope <laughs> yeah. well do your you know you're doing your part and you pick artists that you believe in it's is if we all collectively you know find those people and yeah you know yeah. listen to people's work and you know not you know somebody that sticks out a little bit that isn't like everybody of their generation but something hits you or you know it's just that and i think people like you can bring to light a lot of things and thank you yeah I mean it's like I don't know to me if I'm listening to music and it makes me feel something then that's heading in the right direction and uh no yeah there's a lot I mean I I don't I don't like to be negative but there's definitely music out there that is kind of throwaway music it's like not made to make you feel anything (laughs) anything (laughs) you know yeah (laughs) like because i'm not like you know kitschy (laughs) yeah yeah. no but i love your album and i i was i actually have to do a little bit of a road trip so that's going to be my soundtrack for the car and uh yeah thank you so good day is it's a good yeah it's a good day for me to listen it's a good up in COVID or I was going to go down. <laughs> that to me and the, the writer, like me and Jeff Cohen, who writes a lot of the lyrics with me, he was just like, we got to pull up. Like, yeah. COVID was tough for creativity. Yes. Know? It was serious. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I went through a little bit of a bleak patch there myself. I was like, can I be creative in this weird space I'm in now? It was, it was a but weird I saw, I saw what you're doing. It's, I salute it. I, I say keep going and shine the light on the people that you believe are the things that you're you're wanting to see in this industry and th- that in and of itself is great and yeah, I, you know thank you I mean that's everyone's power right like anybody can share something <laughs> yeah. that they think is great no but yeah. you celebrate great women and it's it's a it's a thank you it's a yeah. continue like do the yeah yeah let's oh. do it let's do this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, Janelia, it's been so awesome to talk to you and I'm a big fan. So wishing you you. all the best and good luck with all that medical stuff is such a, such a drain. I'm wishing you well. Yeah. Look, keep bringing the light to these great women and people and, and you do you too. (laughs) Yeah. I will. (laughs) Thank you so much. Oh yeah. You too. And good luck with your run. Oh, good God. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to do it? You're going to be like, I did that. Yeah. Each time I'm like, Jesus, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Am I crazy? Yes. We'll see. But have a great day. Thanks. uh, You too. All right. Take care. Bye-bye.